All right, welcome back to the Derm of the Day podcast. This is your host, Caden Carver. And today we're going to continue on with some infectious lesions. And we're just going to jump right into case. So today you have a 21-year-old male who presents for several small cauliflower-like plaques on his penis. He is sexually active and admits to using condoms irregularly. So I'll give you a little time, but I'll also give you some more clues. The question stem may describe uh, the word verrucous. I've also seen it as they can be pedunculated lesions, but if you see cauliflower-like plaques in kind of a sexually active person on the genitals, that should lead you in the right direction. So by now, you should at least have a little bit of a differential. And this stem describes um, HPV or human papillomavirus, also uh, warts, in this case genital warts, and basically HPV is spread through direct contact. In our patient's case, with the infrequent use of condoms, it was, uh, you know, through genital contact or sexual contact, but it can also, HPV can also occur, warts can also occur anywhere on the body. Um... And something that's kind of you need to keep in mind with HPV is both the pathogenesis, the mechanism um, through which the virus causes these lesions on the skin because it's commonly tested, um, but also that there's different strains of HPV. That's very important as well. And each strain um, typically has kind of a specific region of the body that it causes these warts in. So for genital warts, those are going to be HPV 6 and 11. So in our patient's case, it's HPV 6 and 11. If we were to see this lesion, a similar verrucous, flesh-colored, cauliflower-like papule or plaque with kind of a rough surface, on the hand or the foot, that's more likely to be HPV types 1, 2, and 4. And then I'm sure most people are kind of aware of this, but the really problematic ones are going to be HPV types 16, 18, 31, and 33, as well as some others kind of in the 40s. Um, But those are going to be the ones that cause cervical cancer or have the highest risk of causing cervical cancer. And in discussing this, it's, like I mentioned, kind of important to consider how the HPV um, can result in cancer and can result in these um, specific lesions that it causes. So... The HPV virus has specific proteins. They're called E6 and E7. Um, And this most specifically talks about kind of the high risk um, subtypes 
aka 1618-31-33, and several others. But back to what I was saying, the E6 and E7 proteins deactivate P53 and also interact with RB. Specifically, the E6 protein kind of shuts down P53, and then the E7 protein activates RB. And then other proteins involved are P21 and P27. And this allows HPV to infect keratinocytes and then also just proliferate and um, ultimately result in these lesions and possibly cancer. So in diagnosis of HPV, again, it's going to be clinical based on just your physical exam and what you see, as well as a detailed history. If a, an exam asks for the most accurate test, you're going to want to do a PCR of the lesion, right? The molecular, that's kind of the way of the future, that's the most accurate. Um, if you see, this is most commonly tested for uh, like cervical lesions, but acetic acid will turn the lesions white. So like if you do a pap smear, um, that's what you'll see there. Histo histologically, a kind of a buzzword term is coilocytic change. Visually, this coilocytic change basically is kind of a vacuolization of the cells that are infected with HPV, and they kind of look a little bit like eyeballs. It's pretty much surrounding the nucleus. You get kind of a, an empty space, basically, and it's pretty characteristic on a histo slide. So encourage you to kind of look that up just to make sure you can recognize it. In treating HPV, there's several things you can do for these warts or these verruque. Um, one of them is cryotherapy. You can freeze them off. You can do podophylline, trichloracetic acid, amiquimod, or 5-fluorouracil. So just be able to recognize those when you're taking an exam and also uh, in treating your patient. So, a brief summary of what we talked about just before we kind of close out this episode. Uh, we talked about HPV, or human papillomavirus, spread through direct contact, can occur really anywhere on the body. Um, the site of infection kind of varies depending on which subtype of HPV infected that area. Most commonly, HPV subtypes 1, 2, and 4 affect the hands and feet. HPV 6 and 11 uh, give you genital lesions. HPV 16, 18, 31, and 33, that's going to be more in ob land with your cervical cancer. Diagnosis, uh, real quick, also don't forget the E6 and E7 proteins and kind of the role they play in the pathogenesis of the lesions and in cervical cancer. It's pretty high yield. Diagnosis is just going to be based on your thorough history and physical exam. You can do PCR or acetic acid, um, as well as a biopsy if you really need to. And then to treat it, there's a couple options, most commonly cryotherapy or kind of LN2, liquid nitrogen, you freeze them off. Also podophylline, TCA, amiquimod, or 5-FU. 
So that brings us to the end of this episode. Hopefully this information is helpful for you and can get you some points right on the test as well as help in treating patients. Best of luck and we'll see you next time.